Hello, this is Tom and Kay, and we are Lake Erie Dogs, and this is the Lake Erie Dogs podcast, episode number four. You can find us at lakeeriedogs.com or at Lake Erie Dogs on all social media networks. Mm-hmm. All right, for today's intro, we have something the, special. We have something special for you. Tom is uh, grabbing an instrument for your ears. So, and here we go. We don't bark or fight, we walk just right. On or off leash, you will see me. I'll do anything for trees. Lake Erie Dogs, Lake Erie Dogs, Lake Erie Dogs, Lake Erie Dogs. How was that? Wow. Bravo. (laughs) Round of applause. I just give it a shot, you know. Well, I hope we can like maybe like we'll do a new out. improv song every week till we find one we love. Like that was off the dome kind of thing. Like, I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. There was no preparation there, oh, folks. Awesome. How are you doing today, Kay? I'm great. How are you? Especially good now. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. Yeah. You yeah. got to feed your dogs. I got to strum on the guitar a little bit yes, this morning. Yes. 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 I got to craft a good breakfast for awesome. the pups. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. So right, right, right. we're on a podcast number four. We're doing it. It's awesome. We're progressing. Yeah. I'm very happy about that. I enjoy content in this way. Mm. I enjoy it myself just doing it. Yeah. Like the t- the conversation. Right. You know, peace. You it's know. a nice like for us to come together every yeah. week. And like you don't have to listen to every episode. No. You don't have to But what we're listen, doing but. is like getting those topics in the beginning out of the way because if someone, say we do hit it big, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that somebody, whoever's listening can come back and listen to these like foundational Essential topics. Po- yeah. Just topics. Yeah. Just get a little bit about us out of the way. And that's really like, you know, again, as far as like my demographic, I'm not trying to like go worldwide or anything no. like that or become like famous from it if anything i just want this to be like something for clients people that are thinking about using us or right. anything like that in the community more yeah. so so that they can learn what we really do and like have these kind yeah. of first couple to really learn about all that yeah anything that i would be like sending my precious dog off to into someone else's hands i'd i'd mm-hmm. like to know that person better and yeah. this is a good way to do it yeah and um, so today's topic is yeah. going to be balanced dog training. What is balanced what dog is training? Balanced what dog is training? balanced and dog training? A lot of like the common dog owner may not even know. Like there are different categories of methods in dog training. Yeah. And not every method is for everybody. No. Not every or method dog. is for every dog. Exactly. Or goal. So, you know, we are balanced dog trainers, and we're going to kind of get into what that means, mm-hmm. okay? So just to talk about the few topics, there's positive only, mm-hmm. there's balanced, and then there's compulsion-based. You know, there's either the far right, the left, or the middle, 
kind yep. of thing. And we're right right dab in the middle. Smack dab in there. Um, so, do you want me to kind of say? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I mean, you know more than me. So, balanced dog training is the use of both. You did the right choice. I'm going to reward you for it. Or you did the wrong choice. And I need to correct you for it. So that means that it's very consequential based, right? Right. Humans, all beings learn from consequence, okay? Whether it be the right or wrong choice when you really simply think about life. That word sounds scary, but it's good and bad. Like what nature will punish you. Right. Or reward you. Or reward you. And depending on what it does or what, you know, exterior influences do to you, whether they reward you or correct you for that choice... You're either going to make that choice more, or you're going to be less likely to make that choice again. Right, 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 right. Um, and like that's where like you really that's in your fifth, like from when you're 15 to 20, like you know you're getting a lot of that because you're kind of on your own in the world, you know. Or from six months to a year. Yeah. Yeah. All through life. Right. Okay. Um, puppies. Yeah, especially for puppies. Now the big thing is is um, when puppies are young. When even kids are young, mm-hmm. owners and parents that are parenting are not saying no. Right. They we're don't not, know how to say parents, it right. But we're just saying from like yeah. a psychological learning stance. Mm-hmm. And no is really important because without that information of I didn't do it right, like how, how are you going to know it was a bad choice? I have some clients like literally say no to me like say it four times in a row because they have such a hard time with the word some people just you know even if i tell you know clients hey tell the person that no you can't pet my dog it's so hard it's hard for them to even do that or they say no and they're like no and it's very intense no 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 need to change tone just just need the sound just exactly you just have to say no yeah but the big thing is owner there are people that will say no yeah right and then it's no without consequence right it's like no and to a dog verbally telling a dog no and a lot of people will find this that it doesn't, it doesn't work make a difference. it won't make a difference unless you show that word is paired with something with right. paired with a particular consequence so essentially we have like these marker words right what marker words are they're just feedback words that's what how i like to describe yeah. it it's giving the dog feedback right okay so if a dog does a command for me, we'll say yes, and then they get a treat. Or we'll use the word good, but we'll get into that later, mm. right? So yes, and they get a treat. So therefore, whatever they just did, I'm marking that moment in time that they made that choice. And dog gets on the bed. With something they like. Yeah. Dog gives me eye contact. I mark yes and feed. That way, eye contact will happen more frequently. Okay? Right. So we're very positive first base. Like I start all dogs with food and they work for food and kind of stuff. So like our clients know mm. what work for food means because it's yeah. we drill it into your brain. Your dog essentially will be hand fed their kibble through the training process. Yes. And that will be their reinforcer, their I reward. still hand feed our dogs periodically. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Mm-hmm. And it motivates them. It gets them willing to start trying different things and start making behavioral choices. So, you know, when you work a puppy on bed for a while and you keep rewarding them anytime they go on the bed mm-hmm. and start teaching good, which is our stay, and when you feed the dog in place, that puppy be kind of becomes a gambler 
And this is like, I'm going to sit here longer and longer because I'm getting rewarded for it. Or in the middle of the day, I'm just going to go here and see, like, maybe I'll get something because normally I get something here. Yeah. Anytime I'm on the bed, I get something. So simply put, if you're struggling with like recall in your backyard and your dog's not coming. Well, I always like to say, if you rewarded when you said here or come here or whatever, every single time and fed them every single time at the door. And you started this with puppyhood mm-hmm. or like when your dog starts becoming off leash in the fenced in area mm-hmm. or even an adult dog that's just not listening, right? Yeah. That you're just yelling at and then you have to go out in the snow right now and go out and grab them and bring them inside. If you reward them every time, well, when they hear that sound of you saying, come here, they're going to be like, every time you say that right usually now, usually get a treat after I'm getting a treat. So they're going to do it. Right. Right. And it might take some time, but the more they see that they're rewarded for the behavior, mm-hmm. the more they'll do the behavior. Right. Okay. And then again, balance is also telling no. If your dog sticks your head, their head in the trash, you got to tell them no. Okay. Yeah. You And you have to have a consequence. And this is the thing is dogs are physical. Right. Okay. So what's that mean? It means they communicate through physicality. Okay. Right? Like, like dogs aren't talking. No, like they can have conversation through their body language. If you see dogs meeting each other for the first time, it's not hello, hi, hello. It's like I'm gonna smell you. I'm gonna interact with your my body. My tail's gonna do things. I'm gonna put my head over your neck and see how you respond to me trying to dominate my or tail, that kind t- of stuff. Tuck tail. Yeah, exactly. So they're giving physical body language cues to yeah. communicate. Okay, so it's all physical interaction. Okay? Right. And we teach through physical interaction and physical things first. Yeah. Are we no, you're just good. looking? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, and once we kind of understand how to physically communicate with a dog, you get you go a long way. Okay. Right. Um, so repairing a physical. Yeah. So like dog. when you say yes, a treat is still a physical thing the dog right. gets. And right? you're making body movements. You're going to grab the treat. Mm-hmm. Like there's all you're excited. Yeah. So we have to pair something like that with no, right? Yeah. So yeah. with no, there's a few very simple things you can use. And mm-hmm. this is the thing. We get so many evals and they're like, my dog won't stop jumping or barking. And then I ask, why don't you try that? If the person really isn't like, I want training. Yeah. Like they're just like, I'm dealing with this issue. Like I want to talk to a trainer about it. What do you think I should yeah. do? So again, like if you general ever sense, it, if you're listening, this is something you can do. Yeah. You can first off just have a call for an eval and I'll talk to you for an hour. But a lot of times I tell people, get a water spray bottle. If your dog's barking and like, I'm talking the ones that can stream. Yeah. Not like a little misting water spray bottle. Yeah. Like something that almost operates like a squirt gun from across the room. Right. Okay. Or get a squirt gun. Yeah, exactly. So you say the word No. Just right. like you would say the word yes and give a treat, you'll say no and then apply that correction, meaning spray this water spray bottle at them when they're barking or jumping or any of that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Um, and then the dog has a physical correction. Now the catch is with the water spray bottle. It only works for some dogs. Yeah. Like let, happy- and some behaviors. Yeah. And you can't overuse it. Don't exactly. And you can't like threaten with it or it loses its. No, because if you yeah. say no. and Some you, people will be like, I just have to get it out. And he stops. I'm like, that is only going to work for the next month. And yeah, then because like, then it becomes a bluffer. bluff. Yeah. And then you'll lose the meaning of no. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so you don't want to bluff like that. You want to follow through with correction every single time. So the dog learns I should stop the behavior that I'm doing. Okay. And then eventually no is going to mean stop the behavior you're doing because there will be a consequence based mm-hmm. off of it. And it doesn't have to be like 
oh, they you don't have to feel bad because if you feel bad, then it's like, what's the point? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. You got to be stern. It, it It's not the funnest thing this to be. This is the part of the balance in relationship, too. Yeah. Like, we can cuddle and love each other and have. This is where I struggled with Sasha. Mm. It's like, I didn't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. And that's, to me, now I'm like, what? I'm such a pushover. Like mm-hmm. I had to let her know when she wasn't doing something right, mm-hmm. wrong. She wasn't doing something right, so she knew it was wrong. Yeah. yeah, and like I, I don't know where I heard. It. I didn't come up with the statement, but nature will correct far harder than you will, mm. and that's huge to think about. Like your dog gets into the trash and eats like foil or something, or a chicken or, bone, or chicken bones or something. That is going to be a far worse situation for the dog. And did they really learn from it? Did they learn from going to the vet? No. But they right. their body went through a horrible experience and you have vet bills now. Right. When a little simple correction early on in their puppyhood or like early on to you when rescuing you them. It. And you cor- correct right away and don't let these. Here's the thing. The more the dog can do it, they'll do it again. Right. If they Jumping jump, on the counter. Yeah. They'll Jumping do it on again. People. They'll do it again. Right. If you don't say no and correct it, they'll, they'll self-reinforce and that behavior will become more likely and become more habitual, the barking and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it'll kind of just be how your dog acts. And that's when people come to me and are complaining about behaviors. I'm like, have you, how many times have you said no? Yeah. And then I literally am like, you have to say no to me five like, times in a row. Practice it. It's yeah. hard, but you have to practice it. And the thing is, you know, and also... I don't want to get too much into no. I want to go back back and forth between, and I know you were kind of talking about a few different aspects of some, like yeah. the learning theory and that kind of stuff. But we do so much positive though. Yeah, on. everything's like, positive first. Yeah, right. And then you know, um, once I show a dog a mil- you know, once I see you got the idea that if you do this, you'll be rewarded, and they're doing really well in most aspects with food. Or sometimes dogs need pressure, but we'll kind of talk about that in a second. Mm. But at the same time, some dogs just really need to be told no about a situation. Jumping, right? Once the dog's already jumping, like, I wouldn't say that there's a positive only way to really stop jumping. Yeah. I would say that's the biggest thing that when people go see a positive only trainer, they try to fix the jumping, but they kind of just redirect the dog. And it's different. And the dog doesn't get told no for the behavior. So therefore, they're like, oh, my dog can do all this stuff for treats. But the behavior that I went for training for isn't stopped. It hasn't yeah. stopped, right? Yeah, that's that's what prompted this this topic mm-hmm. is because we got a call this week. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what methods do you use? Because I mm-hmm. saw a positive-only trainer and I worked with them for the first year of the dog's life and I'm yeah. still struggling hard. And I'm an older person who I can't physically handle the dog anymore. She's yeah. going to be a year and a half. And, like, I need... Mm. a better route on this exactly and that's where it's like oh if only you just knew if you told Mm -hmm. your dog no and just corrected them Mm -hmm. like you could solve this problem right right um but not so much about telling no here's the thing about saying no is you could teach the dogs what right choices look like exactly first you can really show them hey you're making the wrong choice and I'm going to show you this a better route. This is what route. you should do. Okay. And that's where like the leash really And that's where huge all, all of the all of the psychology comes into play. Right. Right? Because 
that only takes you so far rewarding and just correcting Mm -hmm. right and i think people when they sign on with us get annoyed with that like in the beginning we're doing all of that showing 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 Mm -hmm. and it's because it plays such a vital role in our Mm -hmm. system of like how we get to that balanced part of where okay they know the right choice we've shown them so many times what it looks like yeah now we feel it's okay to like correct and tell them no because yeah. we've gone through that process already. Yeah. So in psychology, there is this term operant conditioning. Okay. This is like for humans mm-hmm. too. It conditioning means how we learn. Okay. So you pretty much conditioned to particular behaviors that you were either rewarded or corrected for or pressured to do in the past. Right. Okay? Pressure to do. In the past. That's another big one. It's because it's just not yes or no. So there's positive reinforcement, which means you make the right choice, you get rewarded for it. Mm. Okay. Pretty much simple. Okay. The more you positively reinforce things, the dog will be happy go lucky. I did it. I got a treat. I'm going to do more of it. I love it. You know, Woo. just your typical treat training. Right. Right. Um, and then you have negative reinforcement which is a little more complicated it's say it's the least understood and people that think that we're just doing yes and no they forget about this section this is a big thing um negative reinforcement i i do well by kind of giving the examples of of it first for Mm -hmm. people to get so for example you have an itch you scratch it right these are examples i've heard all over the place um if you're cold do something to warm yourself up put on a hoodie these are negative so there's the first thing the the cause and then the effect like what happens based off the cause goes or the cause goes away with the yeah so it's your brain's kind of annoyed or frustrated and you're like like the beeping of the seatbelt. so you get in your car and you drive like 200 meters and then it starts beeping yeah and then it just starts beeping at you and beeping at you and beeping at you and beeping at you and beeping at you. Then you're like, God, I'm getting so frustrated. Then it's beeping at you and beeping at you. And, and you're like, fine, I will put on my seatbelt. Sometimes I don't even realize like that's what's annoying me. And I'm like, yeah. why did I wait? Yeah. It's so so you put on your seatbelt, then that beeping stops. Yeah. That is negative reinforcement. The car companies are trying to make you put on your seatbelt for yeah. safety reasons, and they will—they can't punish you for not putting on your seatbelt, but they will sure annoy you to making sure at least the newer Jeep cars will <laughs> sure annoy you to the point of where you put on your seatbelt because that beeping ain't yeah. going to stop. I think it says something about someone who, like mm-hmm. me, because you put your seatbelt on right away. Right away. I wait. Because mm-hmm. even in the passenger seat, it still beeps at me. Yeah. And I am waiting until either you say something or I'm annoyed enough to put it on. Like, what? Mm. I don't know. So this is a topic for another day. Like, we could talk about it later. But, like, why do I wait? Yeah. Well, why do I this is why you wait. Ignored, it's because annoyed? sometimes, you know, sometimes you get in those. There's a, there's some models that are like, it'll beep at you twice. And then the seatbelt thing my stops. Car. Right. Yeah. Your and car it, keeps beeping. It'll keep beeping at you until you put your seatbelt on. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what, what you're doing, you're escaping the pressure. You're feeling this constant pressure and then eventually you're going to release it. You feel the pressure, you release, right? And that's, you're, you're in the process of learning still. But the catch is, is sometimes you need that pressure to be a little more motivating and a little bit stronger. Yeah. Okay. So like once you. That's so cool. This applies to dogs. So. Yeah. So I'm going to give one more example that I like is the chickens. Yeah. Okay. So when the chickens like first started having being outside and everything out of their brooder and whatnot, they 
they got rained on, right? They're outside, then it started raining on yeah, them. Yeah, they were learning where their coop was. Yeah, they had to learn where their coop was, but then they had to learn how to escape the rain. Because they had never It was annoying rain. to them. Yeah. It was very annoying to them. And then you watch them kind of run around. We straight up watched them struggle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, should we put them in? And it was like, no, we'll like, let cool. them figure this out. <laughs> Um, they ran around, they weren't going in the coop. And then eventually, like once it was after a few minutes, they got into the coop and like, they learned, they learned how to escape the pressure. And that's negative reinforcement. Yeah. That's what we're talking about is, you know, you're going to be quicker to do the right behavior by being pressured to do it. Yeah. Okay. That applies to so many things. Yeah. It applies to humans like too so much, but then eventually what happened with the chickens though is once it even starts getting like drizzly or dark clouds and they feel just a little moisture, yeah, they'll start going into the coop right away and coop yeah. up before it rains on them. They'll yeah. avoid the pressure. This is why we straight up, I tell people mm. when they ask me what I do, I study behavior mm. because that's what we're doing on a day-to-day basis is we're watching behaviors and then responding to it in ways that like get us what we, what we want to accomplish. And I remember that day like sitting outside the bathroom window watching the chickens struggle and we're like this is what's happening this is what's happening this is the science right here right and humans learn tons through pressure that's the thing is we we do get positively reinforced we do get punished or like you know you speed you get a ticket right you're punished but it's the pressure on how we learn the most and bills is the best example for me so you owe a bill right every month okay the the date gets closer and closer you feel more pressure and pressure and then you pay it yeah right but then once you don't pay it it's overdue so the pressure increases the pressure increases and you're like all right it's motivational i'm motivated enough to pay it because this is too much pressure yeah right it's too much pressure for me and i have to release it you just do auto pay and you stop yeah and then you avoid the pressure (laughs) yeah right you got the money in there and you're in auto pay and then you don't feel that pressure you're mm-hmm. avoiding it because, okay. you know, based off so the consequences. So you said escape and avoiding. Yeah. So you learn to escape pressure and then eventually you'll avoid it. Okay. Okay. So like not every time, you know, sometimes you still need that pressure there. Yeah. But like a lot of things, like you get in the car. Is that why we oh. keep the e-collar in the picture? 100%. For life. But I want to talk about the leash a little bit first. Okay. Okay. So the leash is your probably, and e-collar, they both work under negative reinforcement right? Mm -hmm. This is where a lot of people mistake how you use the prong collar, how you use an e-collar is they think you're punishing with it, but first we're going to teach with it in negative reinforcement. Okay. So the leash is a tool of direction. Mm -hmm. It literally streamlines direction. If you're having struggles, just navigating your dog around the house, you want to keep them off the couch. You just want to give them just basic direction as a puppy, put a leash on them, and you could redirect them yeah. or course correct them. Literally move them across the room. Almost like a baby that keeps walking near the star- staircase. You're going to pick them up, course move. correct them, and move them. Yeah. Okay? So you can start doing that with a dog. Your dog can okay? wear a leash in the house. And you can give them direction to what you want them to do. Yes. And like I said, it's quite literal direction. Yes. When I leash, turn on leash pressure straight up. Okay? What I mean when I turn on that pressure, they're on a slip lead or a prong collar, and I turn on tension on the leash. Uh. And it's light at first. Like, you know, in general, I try to go, um, the term is with using pressure based, there's a horse trainer that says, um, be as light as you can be, but as firm as you need to. Bucky Barnum, right? So that means you want to, like a horse, you want to put on the right amount of pressure that's not going to 
be too much for the dog, be too much for an animal. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I turn on just enough that will motivate the dog to move. And I love when you tell people like you're not moving a thousand pound horse. Yeah. But you're using enough pressure to motivate them in the direction that you want them to go. Exactly. So like I go up and then once the head kind of comes up Mm -hmm. and the butt starts to drop, I turn off that pressure because I'm looking for a sit. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I want them to down, I turn that pressure down. And then if they're standing straight up, they feel like there's that beeping. Beep, beep, beep. The car is annoying them. Mm -hmm. And then they put on their seatbelt. They drop into the down to shut that pressure off. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you want them to come towards you, you turn on a straight line pressure. Just pull the leash towards you. Yeah. And once the dog moves towards you, then you release that pressure. This feels so simple, but it is. It's it's complex. I hope it's not too complex for the listener. Yeah. Um, but like if you're listening to this, this is where it's like you know this was for the client, so you guys could kind of understand more in depth. Right. Right. Um. So you use all this method, like when I'm having a dog stop next to me when we're on the walk. If I want them to back up and be behind my heel, I pressure them to back up, literally reverse, backwards, backwards pressure, pressure. If their head's pulling to the left to the left to go to the grass and the leaves, I pull up to the right to bring their head back. But the big thing is, once they're on track, that pressure shuts off. Uh, and owners don't know how to shut off pressure. That's the biggest struggle. It's, they know how to turn on pressure. Like mm-hmm. there's constant tension on half A lot of the of people, owners. Yeah, just start leash right tense and like anticipating them to pull and we have yeah. to remind like put your arms down at your side like you would be mm. walking without a dog because what happens is the dog moves into them and they're like oh well now that i got you closer i want you to stay close so i tighten up that leash and keep you right here right, right? you actually have to loosen up i tell right. people like the clasp should be laying down mm-hmm. on the dog's back mm-hmm. like that's loose leash and just exactly. that's what you should be looking for yeah the release of all the pressure, yeah. right? So, like, if you because we need that pressure. If you're in the car and you put your seatbelt on and it keeps beeping at you, you're gonna be like, what? "I'm gonna lose my mind." Why is it still beeping at me? Is this thing broke? I can't. <laughs> I don't understand. And then you would be really frustrated, yeah. right? Or if you paid a bill and they kept sending you notices saying you didn't pay it I'm gonna and lose charging my mind. you, like, I paid you guys. So imagine a dog doing the mm. right thing. But you're still tense on the leash. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Exactly. I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. So you have positive reinforcement. They get the treat for doing the right choice. You have negative reinforcement, which is pressuring them into the right choice. Right. Okay. So pressuring them onto the bed and then you put them on the bed and reward them if they're staying. Right. Right. What are the other ones? Um, There's punishment. Uh Okay. Positive punishment. Okay. Meaning you're adding something. This is a... This is the Tom, okay, nervous when, one. When we used, when we first started training together, I would be Tom would give me things to do and I'd be doing them and then he'd stop and be like, "What quadrant are you in? What are you doing? What is this?" And I swear to God, you guys, he would he would be so serious and he'd That's be telling me and I'd be like, "How I, my mentor I, was?" I, I I don't know. And then <laughs> and then yeah. I'd make a choice and he'd be like, "Nope." No. So, but now I know because yeah. those drill like you did make me what? It was very like one of my teachers was that way. Like he would walk in the kind of room and just be like, "What's this?" And I'm like, oh, "What contrary?" I would panic. I would panic and shut down. I don't know why I did that to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> you did though, right? Yeah. You know, but like I'm. Yeah, it definitely got it. Or down we to would where be it's talking like, about I could something. Regurgitate and like, it very well. Yeah. Right. Um. So then you have positive reinforcement. You give the treat. Negative reinforcement. You pressure them into the behavior. And e collars are used in negative reinforcement, but I 
again, it's kind of like one of those things you have to see and watch happen. Yeah. Negative reinforcement. Um, but then there's positive punishment, which is you add, and this is what we were talking about earlier with no and using the water sprayed bottle. You add an aversive to stop a behavior. To make a behavior less likely to occur. Exactly. Those are the scientific words. Yeah. You add an aversive to make a behavior less likely to occur. Uh-huh. Okay. And that's the big thing is punishing a dog. You have to make sure that it fits the crime yeah. or will make sure the dog's like, I'm I'm not going to do that again. Probably a little yeah. less likely to do it. Yeah. Because if your dog barks and you spray him with the water spray bottle and then they bark again and then you spray him with the water spray bottle, <laughs> then they bark again and then you spray him with the water spray bottle. Is it an effective correction? Yeah. And let me tell no, you, with no, clients, no. it's not. It's not. It's not. I know. It, I was just agreeing yeah. with you. I just wanted to make sure people didn't like think oh, no. your yeah was, a, yeah, oh, it'll no, stop yeah. it. Um, it's not making the behavior less likely to occur, so it's not a proper punishment. That's right. why your nose don't work. There's no aversive unless sometimes based off the tone, some dogs will be like emotionally in tune to where they're like, oh, yeah. my owner's mad at me. I and can hear it. But you don't want that. You don't want it to be that way. You don't want it to affect the relationship. Right. right. You want to be, you want to seem like a stable person to your dog. And when you're getting upset and you're emotionally bringing that into your punishment, it's it's not the right place to be. Right. It really affects the relationship. So that's why these tools are here. Uh-huh. Right. That's why the prong collars are here. The e-collars are here. And all these different tools you can use to either like pressure your dog into a situation or punish for. Yeah. Is because kind of what I'm getting at is like you don't have to be the one punishing them these tools can do it but they're translating clearly uh-huh. for your dog to be like oh you are telling me don't do this got it right and they can clearly get that message right okay and that's what training is it's teaching how to use these tools teaching them to the dog like hey this is I'll reward you to have fairness like I'll say yes and give you treats I'll say no and pressure you into mm-hmm. doing things I'll say no and eventually punish you for doing things and that's why we wanted to talk about the pressure i would step back from talking about no is because you want to teach fully what the right choices look like through reinforcement right right through positive and negative treats and leash for a while right and then once the dog gets it then you can start punishing that's where people ask do you use the e-collar for punishment yes i do but it doesn't come right away Right. I give the dog a chance, okay, mm-hmm. um, and make That's sure the they fully the understand what the tools, how the tools work. Right, right? we're very clear on like mm-hmm. what this means and what mm-hmm. our expectations are. And you do that repetitively. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of consistency with it too. Right. And that's why you do the board and train so that it's clear. A lot of people mm. don't understand why we don't do lessons. And I'm just like, yeah, it's just so much better if some one person is teaching Mm -hmm. it very clearly and then we hand it off to you and Mm. like, here's, and that's where we do a lot of the negative reinforcement stuff. Like we do the positive first stuff with the owners. And then eventually, like, um, the beginning well, of the board and train is like when we start using the prong collar right. and start like communicating with that. But we did a whole bunch of pre-resic, you know, pre-foundational work with the slip lead. Yeah. The, Think about the it treats. like a college course. Like you yeah. take all your prereqs and then you mm-hmm. get into the specifics. And then if you don't do good, you don't graduate. Yeah. So, and then there's. What's the last one? There's ne- four. There's negative punishment. Yeah. Which is commonly a method used for puppies. Mm. Um, Pretty much the withdrawing of a reward okay meaning like if you don't do something you don't get this if you don't change your behavior you don't get this like when you're using treats Mm -hmm. right people use it a lot with their kids with toys 
Like, oh, I'm going to take away a toy. I'm going to take away your toy if you don't stop. Right. Right. So like if. I bet people don't even know they're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so like if a puppy's jumping on me, again, I'm not going to punish them right away. I'm going to yeah. kind of use this a little bit. I will punish them. I'll just use negative punishment. Yeah. But it's like if I'm doing treat training with them and they're jumping on me for the treat, I'll put the, I'll remove the treats by putting them behind my back and I'll wait. And this isn't the most effective method for dogs that are coming in for training. No. Like this is something you try very early on and it's very limited. Yeah. We've worked with a yeah. few young, young, young It's puppies. good for toy training when you're like playing with a tug or something. Oh, yeah, like yeah, we do yeah. teach it a lot through that. Um, like if they're getting too, too rowdy, excited. like yeah. we're going to take a pause and I'm going to oh, take God, I the... didn't even know I did that. I did yeah. that all yeah, the time with snow. I'm like, you're too much. You need to chill. I'm yeah. You're just out. like, you're going to wait. Right. Or right. sometimes I see you like if you're doing the work for food sessions, you will put your hands behind your back if like the dog's not downing for you and you're using just kind of that form. And that's still kind of pressure. Though. It does work. That's why all I of these methods it. work. Right. That's why it's science based psychology. Oh, Positive only trainers will say they're science based, but it's you have you're all, using only half. Yeah, and then there's compulsion based trainers who are like we're putting the e collar and prong collar on the dog, and this is lesson one, right? Right, with kind of like we're your main e collar franchise, right? Like your main e collar franchise companies, like I'm not going to name no. it, but anyhow, like <laughs> they'll they'll put the e collar and prong collar on the dog day one, and yeah. it's tons of pressure and pressure and negative reinforcement is compulsion based training right you know like you're being pushed into doing the right behavior so that you're not yeah. making mistakes as and much and those people don't have the time to go through yeah and they're pumping out dogs mm -hmm. you know and sometimes that's sometimes you know you use treats with particular dogs and it's too much for them yeah sometimes it's the right amount for them Sometimes dogs need pressure first because they won't take treats and pressure creates diamonds. I always like to say that when it mm -hmm. comes to negative reinforcement because the leash and teaching through the leash and e-collar helps a lot of fearful. Ruby was that kind of dog. Yeah. Helps them through a lot of fearful dog. She didn't care about the treats. Like she didn't care you about positive her, like, reinforcement. Raw liver and she wouldn't give a shit, but you put her a little bit of pressure on the leash mm -hmm. and she's like, got it. Yeah. And then it gave, gave her tons of clarity and direction. Uh -huh. You know, the yeah, exactly. pressure gives direction. And then she was like, I'll start taking food now it that I'm cool. kind of, things are clear yeah. to me. Right. I remember when she was taking food in public and I was like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. Then there's dogs like Hank, where, um, right? I, I, Our we've been doing train. a lot of compulsion based stuff with him because he's like a 120 pound lab that's all over the place. But at the same time, when you get the food in the picture, it's great. He does great. Yeah. He does great. So, and that's where I kind of get at. We are not a one method fits all. Yeah. So I'm, when that lady called, I was like, well, what's your dog like? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, exactly. I can't really tell you. <laughs> we base our methods off of the dog yeah right and what they need what the owner needs mm -hmm. and really how can i best teach you right. right her biggest concern was like is the personality gonna change and i'm like no, no. ma'am that's no. not the point if anything it enriches their personality because yeah. of the clarity you bring on, out the best parts of them like you know they have an understanding if i make what my choices the consequences for my choices like right. they'll have a clear understanding of that we understand if we go rob a bank you're going to jail right right we understand like if you you know give yourself a hard working day you're gonna get yourself a hard work and pay or you know overtime, you're gonna be you get paid overtime yeah you're gonna be reinforced for it so you're like i'll take overtime next time i'll take i mean again i hate to say that like the science they really get us because like you know the way positive reinforcement works for gambling the way it works for social media 
Like yeah. anytime you get a notification, dopamine's released in your brain. And they, you watch the social network? If you social dilemma. Oh, is that what Social it was Dilemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The Social Network is a great movie by Atticus. I forget, but um, great movie about Mark Zuckerberg. name. Right? With Andrew Garfield. and um, What was the one I'm talking about, though? It's- the Social Dilemma, which is a documentary, and they quite literally have a dopamine department inside in Facebook. Yeah, they have where like it's a like, psychology department where they're trying to like manipulate your brain chemicals. Yeah, so example... I'm slightly addicted. I'm not going to I, I, I'm not like where... But what they do is they realize I'm not. No, like, so like, I won't care about notifications. Like, I just, like, I won't click on them. Right. And I'll kind of just go back to scrolling. And now what they do is they'll give me notifications for someone commented in their own status. And I'm like, I I didn't even read that status. Why am I getting a notification for the comment? Mm. And it's like, you're trying to trick me, but I ain't falling for it. Right. Right. Um, So, yeah. Balance training. It's a whole lot. There's four quadrants. Four quadrants. We hit the four quadrants. You get treats for doing the right choice. If you need help, I will guide you to making the right choice through the leash. If you continuously make the wrong choice, I'm going to punish you. Scary word. Um, Punish. Into, I'm going to punish you to stop that choice. Right. right? Which is just a scientific term for like what you. Yeah. It's like people. They How do wrote you this in the, the like fifties and forties. Like punishment is just the word they used. Right. You know, um, what were you saying? I wanted you to finish the like trickle down. Yeah. So there's punishment, positive punishment. We're gonna add something that's not great to make you stop that behavior. Mm-hmm. Water spray bottle, pet corrector, um, and then negative punishment. We're gonna take something away if you're not behaving, doing it, yeah. right? Which could be freedom. Mm-hmm. as well like you can't roam the house because you can't handle yeah. it so now you have an x pen where you or how people use the crate yeah, yeah or where you it's need like to go to the crate yeah. i was just thinking about chaos people use that one a lot yeah actually they're like i'm gonna put them in the crate and take away their freedom and what that's it, it's a good one mm-hmm. but it isn't it's addressing the behaviors the, the way you yeah. really need to right so again people um if you want more on this, if you want to ask more questions, schedule an eval on our website, yeah. com. It's a nice, quick uh, 20 question yeah. form, and then you get an hour with Tom. Yeah, an hour to just talk to me. You yeah. know, again, no we had strings two of attached. Those this week, and that was really cool. They didn't want training, they just want to talk to you. And that was really, I thought you helped that lady really a lot. Yeah, I'm not out here. I mean, like, we have a very large, you know, program. You know, with all the bells and whistles. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand sometimes people just need a conversation with a trainer to fix just really basic things. Right. I'm not going to sell you on a board like our program if you have a little Yorkie that just barks out the window, but otherwise you love it. Yeah. Right. I'm going to help you say, okay, let's find a way to correct it and yeah. see if that works. I mean, though, it might yeah. benefit from it. Every dog would benefit from it. But don't get me wrong. Yeah. Right. Every dog could benefit from training. Like, but, but not every person wants to do a three to six month program. Yeah. And sometimes it's just really little fixes. And if mm-hmm. you kind of give those a shot, I say, call me back. Let me know how it's going. Mm-hmm. And if it, if you need more, we'll talk about training. Right? right. But if not, this is how you could probably manage it. Yeah. Right now. So, you know, really just always feel free to call us and talk right. to us. If and you're, text to clients. We want to talk about all of the things. Yeah. Always. I definitely love our clients feedback. They've been texting us a lot saying yeah. like, I like this about the episode. 
please do more of that. If you don't want me to sing again and play guitar at the beginning of the episode, I won't do it. No, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try yeah. and clip it out. So. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. yeah, guys. So balance training is how we do things based off of what the dog learns best from. Some yeah. dogs learn best from the treat training. Some dogs we learn do best the from the leash. People. Right. Yeah. Some dogs learn the best from just being told no. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully this helps people kind of understand how we how we work through it right um thanks for being here today yeah thank you guys and happy monday Monday. i'm trying to say happy saturday because i'm happy like it's one of the like we deserve for saturday in a while that we don't have a client to work with or anything so you're not leaving the house is what you're trying to say about it yeah (laughs) tom's about the jam all day yeah um all right guys thanks very much if you want to learn more you can go to lake or uh, support us on our Patreon. Yeah, we have a you lot can of learn a lot about these methods on there. If you like reading or watching videos, mm-hmm. uh, we share all weekly content there about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Patreon forward slash Lake Erie Dogs at Lake Erie Dogs on any social media as well. Awesome. All right, have bye a good guys. Day.